Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 1,868th episode on Purpose Kingdom Network. I am your girl, Adrian. Misunderstandings Allen, better known today as Misunderstood Adrian. And as always, I take great pleasure in welcoming you to D-Block Church. What up, what up, what up? Tonight, I'm just really going to come and have a conversation because this has been on my mind. And when God puts things on my mind that I can't shake, I end up knowing that this is where I need to come. The reason why I need to come is because, you know, I consider this to be the place for the whosoever will. You know, that's why we do that. This is the place where we can come and as all the individuals that come from all different walks of life, we can come together and we can find out what it is that God is really trying to say. You know, we find solace and experiences of everybody else, you know, other people's experiences, because I invite people to come in, call in, and if you press 1, you can come in and you can join the line. The number to dial is 319-527-6091. And you press one, that allows the board to know that you're ready to, you know, to speak. When you hear the beep, then it's your turn to speak. Now, y'all heard me say that it was the 1,806 episode. And y'all know I be trying to put things together and run them down. But if you know anything a little bit about me, then you know that one, two, three is extremely special to me. And uh, this year, we're actually going to celebrate Esther who is my spiritual mother, who passed on January 23rd. But um, uh, the one, two, three is something not monumental to me. It says that God is smiling on me and that wherever I'm at, I'm supposed to be doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Why? Because it's one, two, three. So when I looked at it and I added up the one, the eight, the six, and the eight, I got 23. And then, you know, you put God in front of it with the Alpha and Omega, you know, that's just I, one. So one, two, three. Ha-ha, here we go. The number again to call in is 319-527-6091. I posed the question tonight, and it is, can't we all just get along? Right before we came on, it it dawned on me that this was a quote from Rodney King. Now, if you don't remember Rodney King, there was like back in the day, they had some riots out in L.A. And uh, some policemen snatched Rodney King out of a vehicle, out of his truck, I think it was. And they like just beat him badly. You know, it's, it's, it's funny how I said, can we all get along? And the fact that we're still dealing with, like, police brutality and everything, you know, the 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 whole mere fact of the question that was asked almost some 20 years ago, 20-plus years ago, is still now as relevant as it is today as it was then. Can't we all just get along? Now, 
Y'all understand how I look at things because y'all have been with me for a minute. If this is your first time here, then the call that we use on Black Church is what up, what up, what up, to give us the opportunity to look at it three ways, three different times, because, you know, God works in threes anyway. So what up, what up, what up is a call that says we're trying to figure it out. We're listening and hearing what it is that God is trying to say in this moment. So can we all just get along? I believe that we can. And tonight, I just want to let you know what God has been saying to me, and hopefully it intrigues you to want to start this conversation tomorrow with someone else. Why am I saying that? Because whatever we do here is the sanctuary of what we do here. But then we are commissioned to go out into the world and do what we do there. But you know what I mean? So if you have questions or you have concerns or you don't believe in what I'm saying, now is the opportunity for you to speak up, call in, hit the number one, so you can actually come in and let your voice be heard. Because I believe that whatever we do, we need to learn how to get along. So the question is, can't we all just get along? And my answer is yes. So in order for us to do it, we're going to have to understand a few things about ourselves, be able to get over some things about others. But in order for us to all be able to do it, each and every individual has to do some self-checking. And then you check yourself. So now, before you check someone else, you don't really have to check someone else if they're already checking themselves. Then it becomes something different. Got me? So then the differences are the things that keep you together. Because right now, we look at differences like, you know, my group is over here, so you're different from me, so you guys go over there. We need to bring it back into another way to the point where how Christ did it. Because as followers of Christ, we're supposed to be, you know, that beacon of love, understanding, and bringing communities together. It's not just simply, you know, to hope for a better tomorrow. We actually are supposed to be working towards this better tomorrow. And for tonight, I want to look at it. I want to talk about what it looks like to be passionate about other people that you really don't know or empathetic about a situation that you've never really been in or actually the biggest one of them all, forgiveness, forgiving someone who has wronged you in the, in, in the past. You know, so these are the things that we have to deal with in order for the yes to be the answer to the question. Can't we all just getting off? Because if you look at what it is that we're trying to do, it it becomes a journey of really understanding, and then it's healing. Because like I said, when you understand what's going on, then you have to understand what what happened, what didn't happen, why is it happening the way that it's happening, and we have to stand firm and believe that what we're saying is the example that we need to set before everything, so that. Every time you look in a different situation, every time something happens, every time you run into a barrier, you know what to do and how to do, and you can put your minds to it, like, as together, and then you can work it out even better. 
but we have to be able to get along in order for that to actually work. Why do I say that? Because just think about it. Right now, being plagued with so much violence that's going on, it's like, what are we really supposed to do with all of the violence? What are we really supposed to do about our youth, you know, and what it is that they're dealing with? Because we see the lash out of what has happened. So instead of dealing with what has happened, we need to reiterate, like re reevaluate how things went astray or where things went astray. You know, a lot of people are big to say that it's a child's fault. These kids need to do this and these kids need to be, you know, this and they don't need to be disrespectful. And these kids, yeah, all of that is great. But we as the adults, we owe it to our children to be able to set this example of what it looks like to be able to do this thing together. Can we all just get along is real question because if we go with that filter, you you don't have the walk away because I feel like it or I'm done and I don't want to talk anymore. You, you know what I'm saying? Because there's people that live in the world where when they finish talking, they're done talking. They don't even care about what it is that you are saying in in the midst of it. But, you know, I believe that if we address certain issues, right, then it gives us exactly what it is that we'd be able to talk about. Like it starts to foster the sense of the community and creating these safe places where individuals actually want to come, where, you know, old and young, they feel like they're being heard. They want to be able to talk about something. They Like this is what we need to do. We need to have real conversation about real stuff with real people from all different walks of life. So can we all just get along? I say, again, Yes. Why? Because if we do, just think, if you see babies, if you if you know anything about babies that have come within the last year, you know, or like, I, I don't know, they might even be the pandemic babies, but because of the fact that the pandemic babies didn't come outside until like they were three, you understand there's a lot different there because now the development of whatever happened, they had both their, like whatever that household was is what that child is, right? So, but the ones that are being born like now, the ones that are one, two, three, four days old, they coming out ready. Why are they coming out ready? Because there is a place that we are all supposed to be. But right now as the individuals of who we are, we are standing in the way of this progress. Well, I should say we're standing in the way of God's progress because God has a purpose and a plan for all of our lives, remember? And so if we focus more on the purpose instead of the problems, I believe that it would be easier for, you know, it would be easier for me to talk to you. It's easier for you to talk to me. It's easier for us to talk to them. Why? Because we all have this same we all have the same need and the same want, but we believe that our differences are the things that are separating us. If we can hone in on the fact that it takes understanding, it takes forgiveness, and it takes saying kind things. Like, it's so funny how it's hard for people to say kind things to each other. Um, I was in a place the other day, and they were actually 
giving compliments, but even the compliments didn't sound like compliments. You understand? Like so, the the compliments are are they're compliments, but they're actually they got shade in the compliments. So actually, what are you doing? Are you are you causing more problems? You know what I mean? Like, are you stirring up something else? Because at the end of the day. We're all trying to work towards something like to resolve the issues and not cause more issues. But I, so I asked a few questions in that, in the meeting, in the setting. And a lot of times we just really couldn't get on the same page. So unless we can get on the same page, then we'll never be able to really get along because at the end of the day, my group will be inside and your group will be outside and you think that whatever I'm doing doesn't link up to what you're doing. And so therefore, we'll never have a place where we can just commune. That's why I'm coming today to say, can we all get along? And the question is yes. And the more that we grab onto the yes, the better off we will be. Like I was watching our local news station the other day, and you guys know we're on the East Coast of Philadelphia. Um, and it was, I forget what happened. Oh, there was a there was a horrible shooting that happened not too long ago. I think it might have been the holiday or the day after holiday, whatever. However, what happened, somebody shot up people. Okay, and there was more than four people that got shot or whatever. So, you know, they were all talking about how it could be, and you know, it's all devastating and it's the worst, and and it, and it is. All of these things are bad, and if we focus on the bad, we'll we're gonna miss something in the process. So, the way that the woman they were talking to a lady, and the lady basically said it. She lost two kids to senseless violence, telling the people that there was no way that things would get better. It struck me because I believe that that's where our problem is right now because we can believe that it's not going to get better because we are seeing what it is that we see. And as long as we see what it is that we see and we speak about what it is that we see, we're only supposed to get exactly that, what we see and what we speak. Now, When it comes down to, you know, the Bible and what God is asking of us, he's asking us to believe, right? That's what faith is about. Because if you have the faith to believe it, even though you can't see it, there's something in honoring the fact that you know that it is already done. But we can do it for cars, we can do it for houses, we can do it for jobs, we can do it for men, you know, relationships and all that. But when it just comes down to regular life and having it more abundantly, we can't do that. We can't let aside we can't let aside our differences for long enough to actually be able to hone in on one particular situation. And right now, the one particular situation that I'm talking about is the sense of hopelessness of allowing our situations, allowing where we are right now, allowing how we feel to to dictate the rest of our existence. One, it's not fair to the person, but two, it's definitely not fair to these babies because the babies need to see life. And if we are so consumed with what life is not, then what are we showing our children? 
The question is, can't we all just get along? And then the answer of the question will have to be yes. Because if you're a person that's out there and you're listening to me tonight and you believe no, 319-527-6091 is that number. Make sure you press 1 because we want to bring you in right now. Because there's a lot of different ways, you know, that that things are being affected because of the fact that the 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 family, the unity of God, you know, Abraham's people, you know, because, you know, God promised Abraham that he was going to be, you know, the father of many nations. Y'all, y'all do know that, like, that's the same Abraham that we're talking about. So, you know, how the story went, like, him and Abram and Sarai, you know, they were the ones that were blessed, and then God told him that, she would have a son and all this, but I was going to make them rulers, you know, like the whole story. If you, if you don't know, if you don't know the story, then it's beneficial to at least understand that what happened with Abraham, because there was a promise on his life, but they took matters into their own hands because they were looking at the situation that it was. And God said that he was going to do something, but they were looking at their age and they were looking at what they did not have. And because they did not have it, but they knew that God said it, they decided to manipulate it and make it work for them so that Abraham Abraham could have his child because the child was supposed to be, you know, the beginning of this, this many nations since you have father of many nations. But what it, what we sometimes do is we try to put ourselves in God's capability, which is actually really bad because, you know, we we really don't have it. <laughs> so you no, we don't have it. God has it, but we don't have it. But when we when we do that, what we're doing is we're taking away the belief, the only belief. We're taking away the fact that you want to have faith in something. You're looking at it. So what Abraham did was, you know, they they got the little uh, Hagar that was one of Sarai's uh, groupie, you know, not groupies, but you know, they was in, she she was in their court and servant girl, you know how they call it. And so she brought the servant girl in the house and was like, okay, I need you to sleep with him, and uh, uh, you know, the whole night. I. If y'all is just brand new to Purpose Kingdom Network, we have so many archives. But I remember the archive when I told y'all that the side chick came from the Bible. Okay, what you say, how you say it. But the first side chick was in the Bible. Her name was Hagar. If you didn't know, go find out because this is exactly how it went down. She She got pregnant. And when she got pregnant, of course, she became, you know, she thought that she was better than because at the end of the day, yeah, you can't do what you needed me to do, so you brought me in to do it. I'm doing it, and now I'm doing it, and I'm flaunting, like, you know, and you don't like the fact that I'm flaunting. So that's side chick right there. I don't know anything else. Like, that was it. And so even to the point where she went in the house and told him, get rid of her. I don't give a damn about her or the baby. They got to go. You understand? So at the end of the day, but that was Ishmael. And as people know now, like the whole Islamic faith is Ishmael, that line. So when I say 
all of Abraham's children coming together and understanding that we need to unite. Everybody else will fall into place. But right now, my main focus is on can we all get along? I'm not asking about the people in the world and the people in the street and everything else because it's going to take us as the example of the people of the body of Christ. And then we come together and then we go out and then we show the people the examples of what it looks like to be able to get along. Because the answer to can we all just get along, the answer is yes. We need to find out the answer is yes. How? How can we do it? How is there, are there other ways that we can do it? I mean, you can always do the love thing. Like I said, love and forgiveness is big, okay? Love and forgiveness is one of the biggest things that you have to be able to do. After you love and forgive, then you actually want people to talk. You want people to find understanding. You want people to really dialogue about what it is that they've gone through. You know, a lot of people won't know how you feel about certain things until you've actually talked to them about why you feel the certain things. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of different things. Another thing that I've realized that really, really we have to work on are stereotypes and prejudices because that will keep you from the group, you know, even trying to engage with the group. And because of the fact that if you already have those preconceived notions about what it is that you think is going on, more than likely you're wrong. And, you know, and that's just from experience because I I didn't always have it all together. And I know that when I used to think about what was going on, I was wrong. Or you know how you'd be thinking about people that are talking about you or you think that people are talking about you? Well, there's there's a man that I know, his name's Phil Sorrentino. Phil Sorrentino always loves to remind people, you know, pe- people are not talking about you as much as you think that people are talking about you. And if we all grab that concept, then it will be a little bit different. And guess what you won't do? You really won't be talking about other people because there's nothing really for you to be talking about. But if we can come together as the faith community, we would be the we would play a very big role in putting this whole thing together. We would put we would put an end to the violence. You know, we would be the people that would be the example of what it looks like to be Christ on earth and be able to take action against some of the things that really are plaguing the world. Now, the reason why I say that is because if you go into the Bible, I mean everything that's happening needs to happen. In order for everything to work the way that it needs to work, it's got to work just like that. So, therefore, it's got to be bad in order so that we can see good because, you know, nobody nobody appreciates the sun until it rains. You know, if it rains three or four or five weeks in a row, you know, the first time the sun comes out, people are very appreciative of that sun. But you can't have one without the other. Regardless of what it is, you can't have all happy because if you have all happy, you don't even, you know what I mean? Like you have to have sad in order to know what happy looks like. So when you look at things, like if you look in the Bible and they put us together in certain ways, like there's a, there's a, I would say the undertone of a lot of things in the Bible is all about can't we all just get along? 
because there's many of different instances in the entire book, you know, that will give strong examples of, you know, loving your neighbor or the people that don't look like you or, you know, think about what is the the Samaritan, the good Samaritan, you know, where they, it was all about, you got to love your neighbor without regard of social, ethnic, or religious differences, right? It encourages them to expand, look at what it is they're doing, help each other in the need of whatever it is that they need. And, you know, even if they are perceived as different, they belong to different groups, it's okay because at the end of the day, you're going to do you're you're doing good for the reason of doing good, not because they're a group or individual group or that you cater to. You know what I'm saying? That's why you're doing good. Jesus is another thing because, you know, Jesus everything I think I think everything Jesus did was against the grain. But the reason why it was against the grain was because what happened was church became church. And then church had a lot of man things in it. And still to this day, like when you're dealing with whatever church it is that you're going to, like a lot of times there's a lot of pomp and circumstance. And that's what I call it because at the end they were just going through the rituals and going through the rituals because that's what they've been doing forever. So if they believe that that is going to be the way that they can get God, then they're completely wrong. That's the one thing that we have to, if they can agree to that, then it's fine because then you'll be able to understand that people that are outside the church, they do the same thing that we do inside the church, but they don't have, they don't have the wrong record. You know, we get the wrong record because if you're listening to what the people were saying, you know, like Jesus was healing the sick and doing all of this stuff. So the people that didn't know anything about anything, they were following Jesus. They they liked the fact that he was, you know, he went where no one else wanted to go. He, you know, he talked to the people that nobody else talked to. How about that? You know, the people that, the people that you know, you shunned against like sinners and, you know, marginalized people, tax, you know, the people that, that, that have the situation. We try to keep away from the situation, you know, the whores and the, you know, you know who I'm talking about because it might have been you. But that's what Christ goes to those, you know. So what I'm trying to say is that there's got to be a mental mentality that says that we can all get along. We have to be able to agree on the fact that we need to get along. Everybody wants violence to stop, but at the end of the day, if no one is coming together to have just a regular conversation, how is it ever going to begin, you know, especially because we're dealing with we're dealing with crazy things right now. We're dealing with babies, shooting babies, and, you know, or babies outside and wrong times when everybody else is shooting up, and then because everybody else is shooting up, you got two- and three-year-olds getting shot, like, things that are happening right now shouldn't be happening, but in order for us to be able to even even attempt to put a stop to things, we would have to be able to get along. All God's children would have to be able to get along. It can't be done people that are always 
telling me that it won't happen or if you can't see that it's happening, like the woman that told us on national TV that it won't get better. I can't wait to find her because I'm a finder. I, I will make it a duty to find her because I want to let her know that, Mom, it does get better. It will get better. It has to get better. And it would, you know what I mean? It must get better. And that's because God said it. Why? Because, one, everything that you go through is for the reason that you go through it. The, but, the, but the point of it is you learn from the experiences that you went through. The, the things that, you know, things that hurt you the most are usually the thing that, you know, is God is trying to build the life upon. I mean, and that's true. You know, that thing that you don't want anybody to know, you know, that thing that you did and you don't want anybody to know, you you won't be in a place where you need to be until you actually put that thing out on front street so that God can get the glory on bringing you from whatever that thing was to where you are right now. You know, a lot of us, we decide that we have a better life, so we just go move on to the better life. <laughs> and we're going to alleviate you know, talking about the rest of it. That ain't how that works. Because unfortunately, if you do it that way, it's going to mess everything up and you won't be able to see what it is that God is really trying to say in that moment. So the number to call in is 319-527-6091. And if you want to speak, you press 1. Now, to the board, because of the fact that I might not be able to get to them fast enough, if you see them, just just interrupt me and bring them back in, because what I don't want is someone to be thinking that, you know, I'm not here to listen to them, because I really do. I want to take the time to listen. I want to hear about concerns. I want to hear about the way that you believe that it should happen. I want to believe you know, I want to hear why. I, if you can tell me what it is that you believe in, then I say that you believe in it. How about that? But if you can't tell me what it is that you're saying and you're just saying that it won't work, then I say step aside and just watch watch God work. You know, that's, that's the best thing. Just don't put no negative on it. Just leave it alone. Don't say a word. Just, you know what I mean? Don't say anything. But if you are going to do something, I think that the best thing to do is just to start sharing your story. People don't know who you are. People don't know your your experiences. But when you tell people your stories, when you when you find out about people in their stories, they become like tools. That's what I'm saying. Like they they become the tools that help you put the relationship together. And because of the fact that you are hearing stories and you're understanding where people are coming from, it actually promotes the empathy that I'm talking about and gives you better understanding. Why? Because now what I experienced might not have been your experience, but I know that when I felt like this, I was here, and you had that same feeling when you were here. And so because we can relate to the feeling, when we move off of that feeling, now we can actually come together. So can we all get along? Yeah, we can get along. We just need to be able to open our eyes to the fact that, one, it's not just going to happen with you or your particular group of people. 
And as long as we have people that still want to be in that particular group of people, we will always be fighting against, you know, we'll be fighting against a, a battle, which which is why I say to the church people, we, we don't have time, or, or the kingdom of God, we don't have time. Because, listen, anytime we can have regular conversation and someone can talk about pronouns and the, what they what they what they associate with and all this other kind of stuff and and I, don't get me wrong I'm not saying that any of that is you know is not want is not welcomed or not wanted but it's not my conversation I don't know how to do that and I don't need to want to do that so therefore I shouldn't have to need to want to do that you know because you're putting it on to us that we need to do it and. I don't know if that's the way that we need to be doing it. You know, it's one thing to just let it be done, but it's another thing to force it on me. Now, I have to do it, and this doesn't make sense to me. So as I pull, you know, pull my differences and put them on the table, and you pull your differences and put them on the table, then we can understand that, guess what? We believe the same thing. We just do it differently, or we say it differently. But we do it on another day. And when we realize all of these things are the things that are making us not get along, we'll be able to put that stuff aside so that we can let God have his way. You know, it says if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray um, and, you know, turn from their wicked ways and, and then then he'll, then he'll heal the land. Like there's a there's a that that scripture means something because it literally tells us what it is that we need to do, not continuously look at what it is that we're seeing and then keep speaking on what it is that we're seeing. Because if you really talk about the stuff that you see, it's like okay, you need to look at something different if that's what you see, and that's real. Because at the end of the day, we're looking for patience and respect, right? It's important. So if you can if you can respect the person, you know what I mean? You you you'd learn to be patient with them because sometimes it really it it's not even a like it's not a problem. I how do I say this? It's not a problem because if I've never known then it doesn't bother me. Did I say that right? Like if I if 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 no one ever taught me, I'm not supposed to know. And there's an innocence in not knowing because you don't know. Now, if someone told you and you didn't believe it, then no, that makes you dead that makes you wrong. That makes you all the way wrong because you actually know the 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 tricks of the trade. You know what to do. And you just don't do it. That's different from, you know, it running into how I'm I'm trying to say I wanna say it to the point where it's like we talk about different things, but until we actually talk about how it affects me. Like I can't tell you I can't tell you how you feel if I've never been in that position. I can tell you how I how I felt when I was in this position, but it could be the same feeling. You, you know what I mean? I hope I'm saying that right. Um, 
because, like, I can't experience, my experiences will only, my experience will only be my experience until I share my experience with you. Now, your experience might not be like my experience. However, we will become, we're like, we have bonded over the fact that we both have had experiences. And I can't, I can't tell you how to, you know, handle your experience. I might be able to suggest some things that might make the experience better and vice versa. You might be able to do the same thing. But until we actually have a mindset that we need to come together, sit down, and have these kind of conversations, you know, half the time we don't even want to talk to our family. That's like another thing all within itself. But I'm thinking if the family unit is tight, then can't we all just get along, which is now calling, you know, I I call it God's army. It's the easiest way to say it. You know, we've been doing this for about seven years now, I believe, seven, eight years, something like that. It's been so long that we've been doing it that it just makes it so great that it's relevant still to this day because why there's so many people that wake up and the last thing that they think about is church. Even though God gives you the breath that you breathe every day, but the last thing that people think about is church. Oh, girl, I don't have to do that because I am the church. You know, we have all of the things that we can say to keep us away. But the truth of the matter is when you do walk into a building, if you are affiliated with the building, it's not about anything. Well, it's it's more so about the fellowship in my world. It's more so about the fellowship that you have with the people that you are you are learning with, you are growing with. You know, so if we really look at what it is that we're doing, you take that attitude and you say, okay, this was tough for me, but I understand that it was tough for me, but I'm going in this building. Why am I going in this building? I'm going in this building because, one, I might be encouraging someone else who is in the building that, you know, that can see you in the building and then see how you come in the building and say, okay, you know what, I'm going to end up coming in the building like that. I want to, I want to start coming in the building like, like they did. But until we actually, you know, get to – the understanding of wanting to walk, like, you know, walk a mile in a man's shoes. Until you actually know what it's like to live in my world, then you really don't understand, you know. And, and that, that I, I hope I'm saying it right because we don't understand half the things that are going on with people. Why? Because, one, we have not asked a question. I'm telling you, when you ask questions, I ask a lot of questions. And because I ask a lot of questions, I get a lot of, I, I find out a lot of things. You know, a lot of times people, people have like a rejection. They're like scared of rejection. So because they're scared of rejection, they'll keep anything that, they'll keep anything that's bothering them tucked away so that they never have to worry about being rejected. You know, or they don't ever have to worry about the confrontation because they will swallow whatever it is that they really feel about it just so that there won't be a confrontation. But yet, 
kill you at the end of the day because you never really spoke up about what it was that was bothering you. Yeah? So can we all just get along is a real question. But the answer, I believe, is yes. For all the people that are out there, and and I keep saying all the people that are out there because every time I do a show, I kind of talk to people just in general to, you know, to to hear and hear where people's minds are. You'd be surprised. No, when I talk together, people look at me like I'm crazy. I talk together all the time, you know. I'm I'm pulling the guard. I'm pulling God's army, man. And one day, if I got to go all the way around the world to let everybody know that God is here for everybody, anybody and everybody, as my pastor say, "Lottie, Dottie, and everybody." Okay, because if you think of it that way, no one is bigger, no one is better, no one is less worthy, you know, no one is more special than it could be. Like, go back to the Abraham thing. Remember, Abraham is the father of all those nations. So if those kids come back, if that comes back first, and, yeah, I'm going to say it like that, if we come back first because someone needs to be the example, who else is going to do it if they've never been taught about it in the first place? If they don't know that they came from anything, how can I expect them to go back to something? So it's only a particular type of people that I'm talking to for this message. And if you're here and you're listening to me, then the goal is to do what? Plant a seed, help you understand it, and then really start to encourage you to think and start talking and have real conversations and really, 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 really listen to what people are saying as they are talking and then try you know, no matter what, to look at it in a positive way. And then it's not going to happen overnight, but it can happen in a day. That's how I look at it because it's a thought. I believe. And when you believe in something, then you have to, you know, they say you have to see it and then you can achieve it, you know. It's the same thing. That woman said she would never be happy. It won't get better. That's what she said. It won't get. It will never get better. Jesus. Even the even the mere. That's why I said it, and I wanted you to hear it and feel it. Like it will never get better. It can't work like that because at the end of the day, we all need to get along. Okay, we're looking for this. We're looking for the togetherness. We're looking for unity. We're looking for peace. We're looking for a way to get rid of the violence and not so much talk about the violence, but look past the violence and go to the greatness. And it is a journey that's worth going together with each other to really explore, to find out what it looks like to do this thing. Because love is a powerful tool. Forgiveness is a powerful tool. Understanding is a powerful tool. We look at different things. We got hate crimes, division, all types of stuff is going on with our kids, you know, and then we just got to remember that whatever we do, it's got to start with us first. If we don't look at it and we don't embrace it and we can't come together and recognize that each and every person is worthy and, dig, you know, worthy of, 
having a conversation, putting in down the thought, and then, you know, start actually really listening to people, listening to one another, and engaging in this open dialogue, and especially when it's difficult. People don't want to talk when it's difficult. That's why I think it's funny because when you when you when you when you really want to get down to the knit of something, most people don't want to talk anymore. They always good. And the reason why, you know, I believe that a lot of people don't want to talk is because they they really have some type of a doubt. You know, they really don't they don't see the the they don't see the finish. And which is fine at the end of the day if you don't see the finish because as long as you hook yourself up with people that do see the finish, <laughs> then it works out for you because it doesn't say that you will have everything that you need how you need it, but it will say that he supplies all your needs. So, therefore, if you don't have it, then you'll meet someone that does. And then the two of you will be able to come together and do whatever it is. And the thing that you're missing out of that group, you find it from someone else. And then what y'all bring together is great, but then, you know, you're missing a component, and then that component will come from somewhere else. And that's how, you know, that's how it works. And then so the question is, can't we all just get along? Yes. We got to put the, put the other stuff aside. But yes, we can do it. And the reason why we can do it is because we do something every night to allow you to get your relationship with God a little bit better. Why? Because you might not have a relationship right now as we're speaking on it, but you've been trying to figure out how is it that we can get along? Is, is is there something that we're missing? But really, like I said, it's the thought that we're missing. It's the thought that God can do it. It's the it's the thought of knowing that that is how important God's love is for all of us. And when we are able to do it, it it allows us to become different type, you know, you get closer. And when you get closer, then you want to know more about how God made the next man. The reason why is because, you know, we're all in this thing together. And the, the sooner we understand that we're all in this thing together, we'll be able to come together as a as a people, as a group. But like I said, the first group of people that need to come together would be all of Abraham's seed. Everybody that is affiliated with that group. And there was a lot of people in Israel. Remember, the Israelites are a lot of people, a lot of different nations in one group. But the reason why you can have a whole bunch of people doing a whole bunch of things and everything is because God sent his son. Like they say, you know, he wrapped himself in flesh and walked the earth so that he could become the sacrifice of all of the things that we struggle with today. That's what people don't, that's what people miss it up, you know. But as we close tonight, I basically want to take a moment to, you know, give each and every one of us the the opportunity, if you've not yet experienced, you know, 
the power of God and what his love and grace really looks like. And if you're listening tonight and you are looking to seek for the, you're asking for forgiveness and you want a deeper and better relationship with God, then I invite you, you know, to make that decision. And in that moment, you surrender everything and you let it go. Past mistakes, the pain, you know, to the the one that hurt you, the one that got away, everything. You give it all to God. You know, bring everything to him. Give it to God. God's love has no bounds, and we know that. And he's eagerly waiting to embrace you. So if you are ready to take this type of step, you can repeat after me. Father God, I come before you saying that I know I need your love and forgiveness. I need your help. I admit that I'm a sinner. I have fallen short. And I need to be forgiven. And I ask you for forgiveness and a cleansing of the heart of a brand new. And I believe that you did it for me. I believe that you walked the earth. I believe that you taught the earth. And I believe that Christ died for my sins. And he rose again. And I believe that I want him to be Lord over my life and Savior. I surrender my life to you, God, and ask you for your guidance and strength to live life and bring honor to your name. Help me walk in love, unity, and peace. And help me be a beacon of light in this lost world. Thank you for your grace and your mercy and your unconditional love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer and you were sincere and you meant it, then... It says go tell somebody. Make a phone call, screaming out the window, however you do it. Just know that it's always good to be a part of the kingdom. And we celebrate with you and we encourage you, you know, to stay connected with us, definitely. And uh, make sure you tell a friend to tell another friend to tell some more friends that this is what we do. But can we all just get along? The answer is yes. Yes, we can. Brother Rob, I'll bring you on for some announcements. All right, yes. <clears throat> Excellent episode tonight, Adrian. And um, yes, um, can we all get along? Those are the famous quotes of uh, Rodney King. And um, what a way to be remembered, because uh, uh, Rodney King did pass away. Um, instead of being remembered for being pummeled by six policemen, um, you know, he's finally remember for saying those words, can we all get us, just get along? So real quickly, let me go ahead and do the announcements. This is the Project Purpose Cam Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us in tonight's episode. No matter where in the world you are, whether you're listening to us on phone or via Internet, we uh, greatly appreciate your listenership and support for us here at Purpose Cam Network. And we also appreciate those that share with your friends and family members, letting them know that Purpose Cam Network is on the air. Anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And when we do a live show, we do have a call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. 
Anytime you want to talk to one of our hosts, you just press the number one, and we'll get you in as quickly as we can. Also, if you want to hear any of our past pro- uh, programs, you can also go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. You just simply have to type in the host name or the show name. You can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. We also invite you to like us on our Facebook page at Purpose Kingdom at Facebook. We can see our upcoming shows and advertisements, and from time to time, we, de- we do make major announcements on the social media pages as well as others. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at the handle Purpose underscore Kingdom. Uh, please check out our radio network, pkn.com, where you can hear 24 hours of music of inspiration. And uh, don't forget to share. All right? And, um, with God's will and God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening uh, at the 9 p.m. hour, uh, excuse me, at the 8 p.m. hour for Real Ministries. Okay, once again, God's will, God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening. Um, I'm sorry, not for Real Ministries. Um, it is uh, Evangelist Cheryl Johnson. And she will be on tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour. Okay. Um, and uh, real quickly, this Sunday we'll, we will be debuting our network game show, PKN Bible Challenge. Please check it out um, for a night of uh, fun. It's going to start at the 8 p.m. hour. With that being said, it's going to be the end of the announcements. I'm going to hand the show back over to Sister Adrian. Now, did y'all just hear Brother Rob about this game show? Y'all need to come check this game show out because I just want to know how many people really know what they're talking about in the Bible, you know, because everybody has a story, you know. Take off, I'm just saying. But I think it should be fun. One, because this is what we need to know. We know gossip. We know people's lively, you know, we know what happened on Instagram. We know what's in Bible right now. We know all these things, but then when it comes to the Bible, we're lost, or we don't really know the story. We kind of know the story, a little bit of the gist, but we don't know. And so anything that you can lean into the word to get you more acclimated to the word is something that you definitely want to look into. Why? Why? Because the only reason why we're here is to do whatever it is that God has called us to do. So if you don't know if you don't have the connection already with God to at least know that you're a part of his plan, you wouldn't know what to do with the plan. Now, remember, if you're still struggling on what it is, it's probably that thing that you don't want nobody to know about. I'm, I'm big on that. But when we all get together and you realize that your thing is your thing, but my thing is my thing, but we can come together at the same thing and look at it and be like, you know what, we can we can conquer all of this stuff because it is the same thing. But if we speak on it, then our future generations don't have to deal with it anymore because now it's out in the open. It's something that we're speaking about, and we're doing it what together. Now, if you have... Um, it's funny because in my book, I really talk about just understanding who you are so that you can understand who the next man is. If you can understand who the next man is, then you will, one, you won't be so harsh on yourself because, believe it or not, we're, we're worse to ourselves than we are to others. But because of the fact that we can beat ourselves up so much, we are the ones that believe that we will not be able to get along. So once we get over that part, then we'll be able to grab it the way that God is looking, and then we'll be able to say, okay, God, where do you need me in this equation? 
And that's when your empathy and your understanding comes back because when you get to wherever it is, everybody's not going to look like you. Everybody's not going to speak like you. Everybody's not going to agree with you. However, there's a way that we all can get along. I need to leave you with that, with an understanding that it's already done. We just need to see it that way. So can we all just get along? The answer is yes. And like Brother Rob said, R.I.P. R.I.P. Rodney King. But thank you for posing that question so many years because now is the time where we need to come together as God's people and say, yes, we can come, we can get along, we will get along, and that's the example that we need to leave for our children. All right, so let's get up out of here, and um, I think the best way to do it, I've been praying when we leave because, you know, we be talking about different things, and then I know that the devil doesn't like when we sit and we talk about things because then he wants to throw something in your, you know, like especially if you just receive the call, if you just ask God to come into your life, the next person that cuts you off, you know, they they playing with your emotions, but you don't allow them to get to your emotions because you just ask God to come into your life and be you know be all be the finisher, make it right, clean it up. And when you when you look at it that way, you appreciate when the, when things go wrong because that's an opportunity for you to see what God is doing in it. That's an opportunity for you to see where God is in all of your aspects of whatever it is you're calling yourself doing. So there's a way that we do it. There's a reason why we do it. And the point of it is when we realize that we will get together and come together, once we do it, I believe the rest of the world will just follow. So let's pray. Dear God, we say thank you. Thank you so much for what we've done. Thank you for allowing us to share tonight. And we thank you. If we couldn't thank you enough, we would just say thank you over and over again. We're grateful. And we look forward to more opportunities to show love, to show unity, to put bring people back together and ask you, you know, for the guidance as we strive to live out these principles in our daily lives. Pray for an outpouring of your peace and healing upon the communities of this world. May the seeds be dropped to unity and understanding and empathy that we planted tonight and help them grow and bear fruit that impacts lives and transforms our world that we live in today. We pray for those who are hurting. We pray for those affected by this violence. And we are praying for those who are just don't see it. May your love and grace reach them in their darkest moments and bring them hope and restoration. Equip us, Lord, to be instruments of peace and reconciliation, to extend love and understanding to those around us, and to work tirelessly for the world where everyone can exist and coexist in harmony. In your mighty and precious name we do pray. Amen. I want to thank you all for listening tonight. What up, what up, what up? May God bless you and keep you. And may his love guide you every step of the way. 
Have a good one. I'll see you next week. Good night. Love ya. Peace. Jesus bless. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose.